Brian Powell of I Run Far here with special guest Dylan Bowman before the 2017 North Face 50. How are you, Dylan? Excellent. Can't wait. You are not racing this year, but uh, you are no less excited about this year's race. I'm more excited than if I were <laughs> racing. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I've done the race four times and I love the race. And uh, it, it does take place on my home trails in my hometown. and. Um, for that reason, it's always a highlight of the year, and as a fan of the sport, I enjoy spectating and experiencing the race uh, from the other side as mm -hmm. much as I enjoy racing it myself. There's actually, you're not the only notable uh, sort of Bay Area folk person not running this year. I mean, just on, there's no Jorge, there's no Alex Varner on the women's side, no Magda, no, no. you, you know, like. It's yeah. true, yeah, this is actually maybe the, least represented will be in the last five or six years at least uh or at least since i've lived here yeah. um we are represented by patty o'leary who we spoke to today mm -hmm. who uh i am very high on going into the race uh whose training i've been able to see firsthand yeah you're talking him up uh before I, the race a little i've bit. been talking him up uh for the last few weeks to basically anybody who will listen to me and uh, I'm really excited for Patty. I think uh, he's primed to have a good day. Uh, who else on the men's side do you think? Uh... Um, the men's race I think is going to be really interesting. Obviously you can't go past the two-time defending champ in, in Zach Miller and it will be really interesting to see how he bounces back from UTMB given the fact that it is three weeks less preparation time between the two races mm -hmm. this year. Um, but knowing Zach and having been with him at the North Face Athlete Summit and seeing sort of like how he was training and how seriously he was taking it, I'm sure he's going to be ready to go. And obviously, no one likes to hurt themselves as much as he does. So um, that is true. You know, you can't go past him. Hayden, obviously, um, who finished what just one or two minutes shy of Zach mm -hmm. last year and what was one of the greatest races of all time is back. And he seems to be really confident in his training. We just spoke to him. And when you're doing 120, 150 mile weeks, it's like if you can stay healthy, I don't know, it seems difficult to, to look past somebody like that who puts in that kind of work and is that well prepared. Who might surprise us for, you know. Well, beyond Patty, um, who I think could legitimately finish in the top five or even on the podium if there's a lot of carnage mm -hmm. caused by the Zach and Hayden train, I think the other guys to look out for, Tim Frerichs, I've heard that his training's gone really well. Uh, obviously, he won Transbalkania earlier in the mm -hmm. year, which is, you know, basically almost the TNF equivalent in Europe. And seems to pick his battles, too. He does, yeah. I mean, from, in part from a very busy work and life schedule. Yeah, but. he seems to be racing intelligently mm -hmm. and um, building up appropriately. Um, so I'll be interested to see how he does. Um, Max King is somebody I'm really interested to see because he's had an amazing season. Mm -hmm. He started out winning both the USA 50K Championships and then Chuck Kanad in a course record time beating Hayden Hawks there. And then had an insane run at uh, Mont Blanc Marathon where he was just a few minutes back of Killian and Stian mm -hmm. um, in third place. Um, and it seems like he's taking it really seriously this year. Um, and He's just a guy who hasn't raced to his potential here yet, and I think it's a course that really, really suits him. I mean, and it's uh, a runner's course. It's totally a runner's course. So I'd love to see Max, you know, get close to that win or on the podium this year. I, two guys who I'm really interested to see 
Uh, one, Tate Pullman, young kid. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who has been racing really well over the last couple of years. I think it thinks be his uh, 50 mile debut. I, I could be wrong. Probably. Yeah. And he's specialized in, I think, more sky racing type mm -hmm. stuff. I know he, he, I think he won Broken Arrow this year. Um, but he's been consistent in the mountainous type racing. And I think he did, also did well in the long distance mountain running championship. Um, so I'm really interested to see how he does. You know, he's really young, and you know, if this is his 50 mile debut, he probably has a good amount to learn. But I could envision him being, you know, in that top five range. And then also Nick Elson from uh, from British Columbia. Yeah. He's a uh, an athlete who always has interested me just because he's a really great mountain runner and a ski mountaineer. Mm -hmm. and, it kind of flies under the radar in the U.S. because he hasn't raced in the U.S. a lot. But, totally. Fine. I mean, he's had some really good results. I think up at Squamish, fifty he's, before. He's won Squamish a couple of times mm -hmm. in you know a time that's commensurate to what Dakota Jones has run on that course, and Dakota's one of the best fifty milers mm -hmm. we have. Um, so those are the group of guys who, you know, I'm sort of keeping an eye on. Obviously, there's probably another seven to ten you could name who totally could be in contention. And the women's race, which I mean, I think you and I are both pretty damn yeah. excited about. Yeah, so the women's race, as we just talked about with Megan, I think is the most intriguing it's ever been here. And I would love to see it play out in a similar way that the men's race has for the last several years. And mm -hmm. that oftentimes there's a pack that is running together and uh, people pushing the pace up front and just a more, uh, kind of aggressive dynamic, uh, which I think we could see this year. Obviously, that get, gets hurt a little bit with uh, with Ruth Croft being a, a yeah. late pull. Emily's not. Emily is also a, a, a DNS, but she's a, maybe a less aggressive racer than Ruth. Um, yeah, uh, it is too bad that they're not going to be here because I mean they're both amazing athletes, and uh, obviously Ruth is coming off maybe the biggest win of her career at Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Um, but even with them off the start list, I think the women's race is just as intriguing as the men's, if not more so. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Eden Nielsen, the de defending champ, um, who really like put on a controlled but almost dominating performance last oh, yeah. year. Um, with a couple times I saw her out on the course, she looked phenomenal, uh, and she. I think she was second at Tomplier. She was, in, in a long, just an amazing battle with yeah, Ruth. Yeah. So it was like, she was second, but it was a, yeah. a good, on a second. And then she did the rim to rim um, run in the Grand Canyon. So assuming she's recovered and, mm -hmm. and feeling good, you can't go past her. And then obviously the champion from the year before, Megan Kimmel seems to be um, doing well, having come off a, a much better training block this year than she did last year. Um, one person who I think could really throw a wrench into the dynamic of the whole race is Megan Roche, who's yeah. local runner, um, who has, I think she's won way too cool three or four times. In like really fast years and really slow years, yeah. early, really muddy years. Near yeah. the men's top 10, I think usually. And yeah. um, she, I think, is naturally a really aggressive racer, so I wouldn't be surprised, even though this is her 50 mile debut, if we see her kind of pushing the And pace. it's her 50 mile debut, but she's been running the, like some 50Ks yeah. for, for a number of years now, so it's not mm -hmm. like she's inexperienced at the sport. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And she 
this is the type of terrain that she just destroys. It's, yeah. it's kind of like way too cool. She does a lot of local races where she's frequently on the overall podium. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Megan Roche is definitely somebody to look out for and somebody who could have a big impact on the dynamic of the race. Um, I'm also personally rooting for Stephanie Howe, um, who you know had a tough go at, at UTMB a few months ago and who I think has been in Nepal for um, a few, uh, like six weeks or something this, this fall. Um, and so if she's put in good training there, I'd love to see her um, come back because this is a type of race that you know she really excels at the faster more runnable type mm -hmm. races obviously she's won western states in the past she's been on the podium here at least once i think maybe a couple of times claire gallagher i think is um somebody to look out for as well yeah i mean it's easy for like and when i was thinking about the race like it's easy to remember that she had a, a rough go at the very end of western states but yeah. yeah, then you have to remember she just crushed CCC. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, and I spent some time with her last month in, uh, in Arizona, and she's motivated, and she always has such a good attitude, and I think that's important going into big races like this. Mm -hmm. Another person I think is interesting to watch is Anne-Marie Madden, from, uh, also from Canada. Uh, I think two years ago she was fourth, and then she also... Just had a great race at Templier. Yeah, yeah, she, she, seems a, like she was battling Emily Forsberg the whole way, and yeah, it was just a great run for her there. I mean, and there's a really just great Canadian mm -hmm. women's group. I mean, not just her, but uh, Anna Jean, who was fourth last yeah, year, yeah. wearing a pair of dogs, which for the American crowd is <laughs> like raced 50 miles in Crocs and finished fourth. Really? Yes. You're kidding. No joke. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the whole way. Um, and, and she's legit in, uh, I think she uh, says she's a little tired, so uh, maybe not racing it so hard, but uh, Marianne Hogan um, mm -hmm. has some really great races early in the year out of Quad Rock, out at uh, Behind the Rocks 50 Mile, mm -hmm. um, and could Speak be... Speak up maybe too? I think, she, I think she was there, but yeah, just yeah. like a... Kind of just threw herself out there real quick this early this year, and uh, has the kind of talent that could be in the mix for the top five. So, yeah. Well, and I, I've said this to you and to a couple other people, but I'm running the marathon on uh, on Saturday, and uh, based on our start time, I'm really hoping to be mixed in somewhere with the top ten uh, females um, in a 50 mile race um, while I'm out there running the. Uh, the marathon, so hopefully I'll have a front row seat. You'll be sending me some uh, updates along the way. Can you carry your phone, please? I run far correspondent <laughs> from the field, yes. Um, yeah, and uh, having just been at the Moab Trail Marathon uh, a couple weeks ago, Renee Metivier, or however you say her name, I've never met her. Um, she had, it ran a really impressive race there to win. She's a, like, more than a, t maybe a, almost a dozen times All-American collegiately, yeah. like, just super strong runner, mm -hmm. um, not no, well-known on the trail world yet but this will be her first 50 mile and chasing her down i haven't seen her on the entrance list but mm -hmm. i got a message last night that sandy nypaver is oh. racing and she was less than a minute back of renee at cool. and charging at uh at uh, moab yeah, Marathon. So, so and that's a race that megan kimmel has run really mm -hmm. well at in previous years and then come and run really well at yeah yeah uh, so it's, it's a marathon it's only a couple weeks before but um pretty good tune-up well, having two good additions late to the field um, will make up for losing Ruth and, and Emily at least a little bit, but I agree, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how both of them perform. Yeah, um, and there's, 
the women's field is just stacked. I forgot, like, Annalise Rousset, who's just, like, a, yeah. a tremendously strong runner yeah. from uh, France. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, before we go, the course. Yes. Uh, you're, you, you live here. I assume you've run across the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge. What's that going to be like? Best case and worst case scenarios. Well, the bridge specifically, I think they're going to do a good job of controlling the traffic. Mm -hmm. From what I've heard, there's going to be volunteers up there, sort of at least alerting people, encouraging um, for maybe approaching runners. Um, if it comes down to something like we saw last year with Zach and Hayden, worst case scenario is yeah, some there is a collision or somehow uh, pedestrians affect the dynamic of the battle, but we know that's probably very unlikely. Yeah. Um, it could be close, but I doubt they're going to be shoulder to shoulder crossing the bridge. And for me, I think it's so cool. It's just such an iconic landmark in the United States and specifically in the San Francisco Bay Area that to be able to cross it during an ultra, I think is is phenomenal. I mean, like, how many physical spaces are like that iconic, like globally, that you could actually run on? Maybe like, yeah, like you got the Great Wall Challenge. There's a couple yeah, other yeah. ones, but like. Yeah. So I think it's really cool um, in terms of how it might affect the times of the race. I think the course will run similar to how it did on the old course, not the one last year, which I think was fairly significantly faster but on the, the course that we basically ran, you know, from 2008 to 2015, mm -hmm. it was a few years with weather affected courses, but uh, I think the men were still gonna see in the low sixes. I doubt we'll see them go under six mm -hmm. um, because removing the out and back on the north end of the course, that was probably, even though it doesn't have a lot of vertical gain or loss it's one of the slower parts of the course historically just because you're dodging two-way traffic and you're on a very thin piece of single track and replacing that with the road section where you're crossing the golden gate bridge i think that will actually make it a little bit faster but then adding a little bit of extra mileage and a little bit of extra vert might cancel that out so i would still expect to see the men again uh, in the low sixes and the women in the low sevens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in, in chatting with Patty, I'm kind of in, uh, looking forward to that last super straight away yeah. finish. I yeah. mean, just the, you know, if there is a close race, for, whether it's for first or yeah. you'll or, have a or visual. 15th. Yeah, you'll definitely have a visual. Like, which and, and is seeing different. that, but also, I mean, for the racer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like you're winding through the trees and you don't know exactly how far that distance is, you know, linearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about this change that North Face has made to the, to the race and to the course. Um, hopefully it'll bring in maybe some people from the city to come uh, to the finish line and, um, you know, bring more awareness to the sport and to the event itself. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. interesting that something that's always been you know, talked about with a big race, whether it's a San Francisco or a, a you know, uh, front range or somewhere where there's a big population and you could put together a great trail race. Mm -hmm. But we really haven't seen that in the U.S. yet where there's a, a real buy-in from, from the community, from the, from the community. larger yeah. community as there has been, you know, mm -hmm. at I mean, any race in Europe. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, culturally it's a little bit different, but mm -hmm. yeah, ideally as the sport continues to grow, we'll start seeing that stuff. And 
you know, it starts with having creative ideas like having a, a new finish line at, at a race like this. So uh, kudos to TNF for putting it together and you and I are gonna have a front row seat. Right on, well uh, thank you for this and uh, thank you for helping out with the interviews this morning, Dylan. Heck yeah.